purpose to do it shall be done today we thank you for your anointing that's present to heal to deliver and to set the captives free we thank you father that we just speak peace and rest to manifest itself right now in such a way that people won't even know where it came from but we know it came from you it'll be entered into because that's the answer to everything it's your presence we call this done right now in jesus name amen Take a look at your neighbor next to you and smile at them. See where they smile back. Their stomach should, still should be full from Thanksgiving. <laughs> they smile back at you? Some of them did. The other one didn't. I'm not calling no names. I'm not pointing no fingers. But before we get started, uh, I just need my game show host to come up. Game show host, are you there? Would you mind coming up? All right. Raise your hand if you was ever a kid. That should be everybody in this yeah, building. All right. I still didn't see some people raise their hand. Oh, really? I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see them. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, right, so okay, right. how many of y'all remember the game Simon Says? And, okay, so since everyone knows, I'm not going to go over the rules, so let's start, okay? Simon Says, touch your head. Simon Says, touch your nose. Simon Says, stand up. Simon Says, act like you're doing a hula hoop. Stop. Oh, everybody that stopped is out. All right. Turn okay. the service right. back Thank over you. to Thank Pastor. You. Thank you, honey. We just want to see where you could follow instructions. No, but let me go deeper. Y'all know I got to go deeper. All right, shall we ready? Let's do our opening confession. All right. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies to my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. So we just finished, Simon Says is a uh, natural example of following instructions as a game of life. 
But today we're going to talk about following God's instruction, which is for total victory in every area of our life. Amen? Amen. So be quick to hear and slow to speak. So before I go on with that, I just need to do what God told me to do. How many of y'all know that Jesus is the Prince of Peace? Raise your hand if you know that. Now, I, I need you to be open enough to receive understanding in this area. This is not only scripture, but this is in the presence. So God being the Prince of Peace, that means that it's not just a word. That means his presence of peace is manifest. So can you get an understanding of what I'm saying? That's like me saying I'm the Prince of Peace and I manifest. So it's not an idea. It's a presence. So I'm just telling you right now, I sense that people need the Prince of Peace. So we're not asking for a thought. We're, we are saying that his presence of peace is right here, right now. Right here, right now. That means if I move to the right, guess where the Prince of Peace is? If I move to my left, guess where the Prince of Peace is? If I got tears coming down my face, guess what the Prince of Peace is doing? He's wiping them. If you got hurt in your heart, guess what the Prince of Peace is? He got you comforted. He got you laying on his shoulder or sitting on his lap. That's what he's doing. So tell me what situation can bypass that. No matter how bad it is, no matter how sad it is, that's what he's doing. See, we get into a place where we need to know him and the power of his resurrection. He, he's not just somebody that's out there. He's in here. He's in here. He was here before we were here. What I mean by that is, before we said, I do, I want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, he was already working on us. We didn't even, he sent his word and he touched us on the inside and said, now is your time for salvation. Now is your time to accept me. We didn't even know about that. But now is the time of salvation. But as we see these days approaching and things going on, we need to talk to the Prince of Peace. But not just talk to him, but listen to what he's saying. See, that's what I'm talking about, being quick to hear and slow to speak. We just need to be quiet sometimes. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Are you quiet sometimes? Or are you talking when God's talking? So, so, so see what they said. See what your neighbor said. What, what, what did the neighbor say over here? Sometime? Okay, okay, all right. What, what did it say over here? Quiet? Sometimes. Okay, a lot of the time, but not all the time. <laughs> what, what about this side? They got any mics over here? What about this side? What, what did they say? We also said sometimes so, a, a bit of both, a combination. Okay, okay, okay. I appreciate your honesty. But I just want to get, give it a little moment to let that sink in that his presence is the peace. It's not just an idea. It's not just a word. But it's a presence. Got a situation come up where we just got to come back. That's why I always ask you to put a time and date stamp on what he shared with you. Because sometimes we just got to come back to what he shared the last time. 
if we go back to where, what he shared the last time, we'll find strength for the next time. You understand what I'm saying? So this is what he told me when he called me in the ministry. And I told y'all about that. But I'm going to tell you again. <laughs> Amen? Because sometimes people forget, Megan. They, they forget. All right? Y'all ain't got to listen in here. Be quick to hear. Slow to speak. All right, check it out. Isaiah 55, 11. Let, let, let me get this off me. You got to have somebody in your corner. Don't wait until you need them. Develop that relationship before you have to have it. Somebody that's looking out for you. Somebody that's standing with you. I'm going to go over some stuff. But I got to get it out. Because that's what he said. So, the, uh, you know, you go through stuff. Say go through stuff. And you got to come back to the place of the last word that God gave you is what he's building for. So I'm, I'm in my bed sleep. And my wife in the bed sleep. And then... I'm talking to God about stuff I'm thinking about, stuff I'm going through. And this is what he told me, Isaiah 55, 11, New King James Version. And, and, and see, this is where we got to get to the place where we stop caring about what other people think and follow up with what he said. It says, so shall, I'm, I'm going to read what it says. This is what he called me from. And then I'm going to read my interpretation of what he said I am. So shall my word be. That goeth forth from my mouth. That's God's mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the things for which I send it. So 1985 is when I woke up saying that. And just kept saying it. I told y'all about me going to Richmond Christian Center. That's where Curly and I belong. And I ran into the first pastor and I asked him. What does this mean? He said, you've been called in the ministry. So the other night, I'm thinking some things. I'm processing some things. I'm working through some things. Guys, don't hold on to things. Process. So shall Paul be that goeth forth from my mouth. He shall not return unto me void. But he shall accomplish that which I please. So who am I pleased? And it shall prosper in the things for which I send it. For he shall prosper in the things for which I send him. So I'm talking to, as I get ready to minister this word, Holy Spirit, would you mind allowing us that have forgotten the last word you gave us to come back up so that we can grab onto that, so that we can move forward in the areas that are challenging us. The areas that we didn't think you heard us, the areas that we didn't think you're there, we thank you that you're bringing those words back to our remembrance so that we can move forward in the victory that you called us to. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And while I'm still talking, just slip up your hand if, you, if your word came back to you. You see? See? I see you. 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 Now do me a favor, grab the word and put it in your heart like that. I should be able to hear it. There it is right there. Okay? And you can open your eyes now. James chapter 1. <laughs> James chapter 1, verse 19 through 20. But if God say, it shall not return to me void. Failure is not an option. 
victory is the only solution. Got a hand? Might come your way. Pastor, can you break that down for people who are new in Christ? What does that mean that it won't return to you void? Okay. So you, you ever went to do something and it didn't work. It didn't work out. You, you, you go to, you, you know God talking to you about ministering to somebody. You go to talk to them and look like they didn't hear anything you said. Matter of fact, they told you, get out of here. Tired of God, mad at God, don't want to spend time with God. You look like God, so get out of the way. <laughs> so you walk away and it look like what? You fail. But if it can't return void, that means they had to hear what was being said. And at that moment, I was either the planter or the waterer. But who's going to give the increase? God is. So when we attempt to do something or think that God told us to do something and we didn't see the manifestation, we think God missed it. But in reality, we was either the planter or we were the waterer. But it can't return void. For those who are believing for jobs, that can't return void. You are sore. You got his word. You're standing on his word. You're resting in his word. Notice the key word, resting in the word. Because some of us, we, we want to overwork what he told us to rest in. Am I lying on anybody? And what does that mean? We, we doing so much, God can't do what he want to do. We in God's way. Any, any of us ever been in God's way? Everybody in here ought to raise their hand, both hands, the legs, and everything else. We get in his way. So he's standing by, wait, wait a minute. I thought that he asked me to do it or she asked me to do it. But because we can't see what we want to see when we want to see it, we think we got to mix it up a little bit more. And we're getting in the way. Check this out. Satan even got out of the way. He said, they so messed up without doing what God told them to do, I don't even have to do anything. Am I lying on anybody? You know, one day I'm going to hear somebody say, no, do not lie. But until then, I'm going to keep on asking y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we don't want to admit when we're wrong, when we miss it. But that's what it means, Jay. If you believe in what God, the job, just do your job as unto the Lord. And he's working on your behalf without you even seeing it. So one day they're going to say, hey, Jazz, uh, just want to let you know uh, such and such and such and such and such and such. Y'all know the, the such and such don't even work with them. But God can place things in somebody's heart that they start come to you and they said, we realize that we need to put you on another level. Anybody ever got promoted without knowing it? Well, that was a such and such with a such and such. <laughs> so we don't have to know the person in order to get promoted. But we got to know the one who promotes. Okay? So James chapter 1 verse 19 through 20. I'm going to watch the time today, hon. I'm going to watch the time. Understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Let everyone be quick to hear. Check, check out the translation. Be careful, thoughtful, and a listener. Because you all ever talk to somebody and, and you're trying to tell them your story and they're talking over you? Or, or they, they let you get halfway, say halfway, to the story and then they interrupt and say, well, you know, let me tell you about what happened to me. Well, wait a minute. I haven't been talking about what happened to me. Is that, is that a thoughtful listener? They won't get the testimony again, though, will they? I can't, let me keep going on. Be slow to speak. A speaker of carefully chosen words. 
and slow to anger. Patient, reflective, and forgiving. See, that, that forgiveness, where, where, where Rod is at? I know she's in here somewhere. She's next door. She's next door. Just tell Rod how to talk about forgiveness. That's her favorite subject. She said, Pastor, somewhere in there, you're going to always bring up forgiveness. Because that's where freedom is. All right, be quick to hear. Let's talk about that and see where that's going to take. Be quick to hear. Careful, thoughtful listener. Are you careful? Can you repeat back to them what they shared? Because you wasn't thinking about what you want to say next? Thoughtful listener? Where you're listening to what they're saying, you're smiling at you, 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 you're watching what's being said, how it's being said, where the pain is, might come your way. Or you interrupting them. Generation, since we're the, the microwave society, we're like, hurry up and get to the point. <laughs> so are there any tips on how we can be a better listener so that we can repeat back okay. what the person was telling us? You can tell yourself it's not about me. That's the quickest answer. That's the best answer. Because uh, by being a quick microwave thing, the reason why you want to move so quick is because you got something you want to say. Am I lying on anybody? Okay, I got an answer on that one, huh? <laughs> so just make a decision. I'm going to listen to them. And, and, and shut down your body like say, say, body, be quiet. Because, you, know, you, you know, some people start tapping the foot, hitting, the, you know, hitting stuff. And, and, and the worst thing you can do, say worse, is to look at somebody while they're talking to you. I mean, you know, it's like somebody walked by and, 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 and you're looking at them. Now, where's your attention? On a walk by. Y'all don't think people notice that stuff, but they do. I, what should I be listening for? That's the, the, the million-dollar question. So if I put be quick to hear, careful, thoughtful, and listener, what should I be listening for? If, if that's what, so when he's giving me this scripture, so, so back to my wife and I in bed. See, see y'all thought I forgot. Y'all inquiring minds want to know. So I'm starting to say this scripture out loud in the bed. Man, about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Because, see, one of the things people miss it. Can I say miss it? They think if they stay up and quote the word that they're missing God. Well, if I was at rest, then I wouldn't have to quote the word. But you're going to quote the word until you get to rest. So I'm quoting this word out of my mouth. So shall Paul be that goeth forth out of my mouth. He shall not return unto me void, but he shall accomplish that which I please. And he shall prosper in the things which I send him. I didn't know. But my wife was listening. Because see, when she shut her eyes and go to sleep, what, what, what do y'all say, sleep? sleep. I'm, I'm telling you, that, that she don't hear nothing, but she heard his word coming out of my mouth. She didn't say a word, but then I know she started praying in the spirit. Because see, when you know somebody going through something, you don't leave them hanging. Say hanging. You go with them. We, we talked about the, the, the last session ahead about witnessing to people, helping them, standing by them, watching them. But, but all I'm saying is this. What should I be listening for? I should be listening for the last word he gave me and what I'm going to build from. What is he going to build from that? So, so let me just go there. So the answer is say answer. Be listening for God. What does God want me to know? He wanted me to go back. Paul, remember this. Don't go by what you see. Don't go by what you feel. Go by what I said. Uh-oh, that, that, that's, that's a teacher right there. 
Go by what I said. So I'm quoting out of my spirit. Now, that wasn't a decision I made. That was something that just rose up. What do y'all want to talk about rose up? When you put something in, what comes out is what you put in. And it doesn't matter what time of day it is, what time of night it is. Ugliness can come up, but you can got joy riding on the inside. And joy is going to come up to answer the ugliness. Am I lying on anybody? Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> So what am I listening for? I'm listening for God. What is it that God want to tell me? What is he telling me? I can listen for others. Because see, God will send people in your life that will talk to you, help you, see things. See, see you ain't got to be a pastor to see things. You just got to be a believer to walk in what you see. So you can see a situation and say, hey, 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 I'll tell you what. I would just thank them. And, and don't get real spiritual on them. Y- y'all understand what I'm saying? Well, at 12 o'clock, 12, on Monday, 12, 22, I happen to see your face. This goes straight to I saw your face. Is that okay? I saw your face. Is there anything to pray with you about? But what are you listening for? What is it that God want to tell us? What is he telling us that we're not listening to? Then he might use somebody else to tell you what he told you. Because he said, okay. Because God's not going to scream. I'm, I'm going just, to just, just put it to the point. He's not going to scream because guess who he is? Yes, sir. He's not going to scream. He lets us choose what we're going to do with what he says. You can keep on going at your speed, at your rate, at your height, but sooner or later you're going to have to stop. Then say repent. repent. See, people don't think you're you supposed to repent today. You can repent for missing God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I repent for not listening to what you told me to do. I did it my way. Would you help me with the way I did it? But I'm repenting. Can you fix it from there? Because see, we just want to keep on doing what we want to do. All right, let's see what else. What should I be listening for? Y'all ready for it? Ooh, Directions. Most of the people in here that got the cell phone, you can type in the direction, but we don't want to listen to the cell phone. Why, why we don't want to listen to the cell phone? Because what? Because <laughs> we know where we're going. We know where we're going. <laughs> and then we get there out late and blame it on what? The car or the traffic. No, no, that's the one I get all the time. It, it was a traffic. It got caught in the traffic. <laughs> but, but I guarantee you for Thanksgiving, the day after Friday, what do they call it, Black Friday? I bet you was on time for that. I said, you left me in advance. Left the kids sleeping in the head. Got your babysitter. But I'm going to be on that on, on time. Well, what is the direction he's telling us to go in? And I'm asking you guys. What direction is he telling you to go in? What adjustment? What, oh, here it is. What tweak? Tweak, tweak. What tweak is he asking you to make? Is it a hard right or just a slight right? But he's telling us where he wants us to go, what he wants us to do. Like right now, he wants us to pay attention. Stop thinking about the meal afterwards. <laughs> yes, I got it. That, that pie I was talking about on, on uh, hot, uh, what, what was it, on Thanksgiving? Yes, sir. It was two pies. Where Michelle at? Michelle back there. Michelle didn't want the pie. She didn't want the pie. So what, what did that mean for me? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing, sharing my pie with everybody. But everybody was eating, uh, uh, what was it that you liked, honey? Sweet potatoes. Everybody was eating sweet potatoes. So, yams. So see, you know, I got a sweet potato pie. 
But, but you know, they don't only have of it because they, they eating the yams. Can, can, can I share with you how pastor just made sure he slid it over to people could easily reach it? See, I didn't know that Claudia had another pie for me in the refrigerator until it was time for us to leave. So I took that pie home. Claudia didn't like the pie. But, but, but you had a bit in a piece. But, but see, she cut the small slice. Now I got to say small. How, what kind of pie? Hey, go on, what kind of pie you think I cut? I cut the pie like this. But I eat it slow. See, that's a big difference. See, don't give me no dessert without giving me a fork. My fork is my way of controlling how slow I eat it. And the fact that I taste it, you know, how you, you know. There was a time. Say, there was a time. You know, I, I, I cut the pie and then grab the whole thing with my hand. But see, I'm a proper man now. <laughs> I, I, I can watch you eat your food, and I can be the last. Say last. Now, that's, that, that's a God thing. That's impossible in times past. See, I listen for direction. How, how can I eat this food and enjoy it? Because, see, I was surprised one day when we was at Curly's uh, Claudia's house. And I, Lean, y'all know Lean? She eats so slow. And I had to ask to say ask. If you don't know something, ask. And I said, see, Lynn, can, can you tell me something? <laughs> Why do you eat so slow? Y'all ready for a milk? Chris, I'm going to tell you milk. She said, so I can taste the food. You know what I said? Oh, so you mean you're supposed to taste the food? <laughs> she said, yeah. So that's what made, made me grab the fork. I started grabbing the fork and eat. But I tried to mirror her, but she still took too long. I mean, you know, she probably still eating at the table. And that was Thursday. Uh, ain't lying. And, and, and when y'all see it, y'all tell the pastor. I know she's watching, but anyway, I, I'm talking about directions. <laughs> be quick to hear. <laughs> Careful, thoughtful listener. What shall I be listening for? Directions. Do I stand still? Do I observe? Y'all hear what I'm saying? See, I get you to laugh so that your minds open up. And then I sneak back in. <laughs> Stand still and observe. What are you seeing about your situation? What are you seeing about your life? But if you're waiting on direction before you move, because you want to move when he tells you to move, do you move forward? Do you go slow or do you go fast? See, some of us try to go fast on everything when he's telling us to go slow. Some of us go slow with everything when he's telling us to go fast. That's why you want to listen for directions. What is he saying? When do I move? What do I say? But whatever he gives you, that's what you do. Turn to your neighbor and say, whatever he gives you, you, whether to move, move, observe, observe, slow, slow, fast. fast. Don't move, don't move unless he tell you. But do it the way he tell you. Do you think you can do that? Wait, wait, don't, don't turn from him. Listen. What does what, what it say over this side? I think so. I got one to say I think so. I got how many I, I think so over here? Everybody out, raise hand over here. Okay. How, how many say I think so? We're going to do it? We're going to do it? Okay. All right. All right, so. I'm still talking about speak, slow to speak. 
what should I be slow to speak? Why should I be slow to speak? Why should I be slow to speak? And that's a real question. Raise your hand. Why should I be slow to speak? It might come your way. Yes, ma'am. So you don't end up saying things that you regret later? Okay. Have y'all ever noticed when you say something that you regret, you can't take it back? Yes. Twelve years ago, you said such and such. And, and what they going to bring up in the argument, in the discussion? Huh? They're going to bring it back up? Yes, ma'am. That's pretty much what I was going to say. Okay. Because you're just quick and you yell out whatever comes to mind. Yes, sir. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause what is I'm going to talk about it in a minute. I'm, I'm going to give you all core value on two things. I'm telling you, everything we say and everything we think is going to come from two places. Say two places. Two See, I said two right there. Okay. All right. Somebody else? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I have a quick example. Of, okay. Like in a commercial when they're advertising the product and at the end they like speed up the voice. Uh -huh. So I think you have to make sure you can be easily understood when you speak and that's why you speak slowly. Okay. That's why, that's okay. why I speak slowly. That's why you speak slowly. Okay. All right. Yes, ma'am. I think there's a scripture in Proverbs that said that it's foolish for a king to answer a matter without having all the parts. So sometimes go. when you speak quickly, uh -huh. it's a great answer to the little bit of knowledge that okay. you had, but then the rest of the pieces come together. Okay, I appreciate your honesty. But, but, but check this out. See, a lot of times, we judging people before we even talk to them. Ooh. But, but that's why he said it'd be quick to hear. Because you got to process stuff before you even get there. What I mean by process? Father, in the name of Jesus, I know this has been a challenge. Last time I talked to the person, they cussed me out. But now they want to talk. So I'm just asking for your peace, your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding, your insight. Let me know when I am to speak and when I'm to be quiet. So, so when the situation and it's getting intense on them, you just say hello. <laughs> so you want to go somewhere. Am I lying on anybody? You want to go somewhere. Well, I'm going to straighten them out. Well, wait a minute now. What if everybody else tried to straighten them out? And you get, and they get shocked because you didn't respond the way they thought you would like everybody else. What if your reaction was just a smile, was just a look, but you didn't fight? Your body didn't tense up. Now, you got to talk to yourself. Say, talk to yourself. Okay, I'm telling you. I ain't trying to sugarcoat nothing. I'm just letting you know. I right, so y'all ready for this now? Y'all going to want to write this down when I, when I share this one with you. Why should we be slow to speak? Because every thought we hear or every word we speak comes from either our fear or our love. You can't have a thought or have a word that doesn't have either fear in it or love in it. Now, where do you think fear is going to come from? Say Satan. Where do you think love is going to come from? So that's why we got to be slow to speak. Because we need to process which way is that, 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 that word is going to come from. Which one of those core values is that thought going to come from? Is it going to come from fear? Which says I'm afraid. I'm scared. You're going to hit me before I can hit you back. I can't trust you. Or is it going to come from love? Love covers a multitude of sin. Say multitude. multitude. What does that mean? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> we don't have to say everything we think. Amen, amen, Paul. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to get that, okay? I'm going to get that. 
It'll hit y'all later on. <laughs> Speaking from love. So, so let's look at slow to speak. Let's speak from love and see what love would say. It would talk about our price in him. How much value have God placed on the inside of us? When he died, when Jesus died on the cross for us, how much value did he place on us based off his death? So for us to say we don't have a price, we don't have a value, is to make a mistake. Because he didn't wait till we were saved in order to die for us. He died beforehand so that we could have a way to accept him. So when we talk about ourselves, we're going to talk about ourselves in him, the price. What is your price? You're worthless. Or that's the price from what? Your fear. He loves me beyond measure. He paid the ultimate price for me. So I'm worth it all. See, when you say something like that, can you even let that come out of your mouth? Can, can y'all say it? Um, y'all read on count of three. Can y'all, can y'all say it? And, and, and I'm going to ask you to listen to your neighbor, see where they can get it out. See, I know that way. See how, see how I do the game thing? Are y'all ready? I'm worth it all. I'm worth it all. Raise your hand. Your neighbor didn't say nothing. Then y'all invite him outside. No, I'm just joking. Oh, your neighbor didn't say nothing. Oh. So see, the next question we would ask is, what am I listening for? How come the neighbor couldn't say it? I'm just asking y'all a question. Yeah, y'all hollered back out. He didn't believe it. They don't think it's worth it. This distracted. So what will the enemy come after next? Huh? Gonna come after your word. The enemy says, if you can't say that, then my door is wide open. I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna harass you. Would y'all anybody ever been harassed? Let's go in your head for a minute. So he's going to say, I'm going to make sure that he lives that, sees that, believes that, acts on that. And I'm not just picking on that person. Because <laughs> we all might have thought like that before. How could he do that for me? Why would he do that for me? But if you're speaking from love, you're going to say, I have worth. And I'm not talking about the worth of your car, your house, your job. I'm talking about your worth in him. That's worth that can't be, that you can't, I don't know how I want to put this. It's already been given to you. But it's up to us to receive whether we want it or not. Your job don't give you the worth. God gave us the worth. But when we recognize our true worth in him, it causes us to see things different, to think different. We are the solution. See, stop waiting on other people to be the solution. Why, how come we can't, if we got that much worth, how come we can't be the solution? Little things, small things, big things. Once again, Paul, I like what you're saying. <laughs> 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 if we're speaking from love, then we'll recognize our victory. Whatever you're going through, God has already provided the victory for that area. But we got to catch up with it. We got to stop going by what we see and start going by what he said. 
If he said I'm victorious, then I have to make a decision because I choose to believe what his word said about my victory. Remember, mine was Isaiah 55, 11. What's yours? I'm, I'm serious. He didn't already told you what remembers to you. Our deliverance. Some might be porn. Some might be alcohol. Some might be, shout out what, some, some deliverance. Just because you shout it out, that don't mean it's you. Okay? Anger. What is it? Anger. Anger. Okay? Drugs. Drugs. Anger. Anger. Depression. Depression. Pornography. Pornography. Uncertainty. Uncertainty. Shopaholic. Shopaholic. Religious, over-religious, religious. Who is that? Gossiping. Because I got clients now that they, 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 they go over there first. You know, clients drive up. You know, they might have 15 minutes for the next session. But, but they're normally not on that much time ahead. But then it's the, they go over there, buddy. I'm telling you. And then when I go to the door to let them in, I, I see them trying to speed up and hide the, hide the package. They hide the package. It's your stuff. <laughs> But if we're speaking from love, then God provided a way for our deliverance. A way to get us out of what we got ourselves into. He's there. He's on the inside of us. Stop spending so much time looking up and start looking in. Because that's where he is. Yes, ma'am. Pastor, what if you've been delivered from something and then you hear it calling you back? Like, what's that about? And is that normal for it to do that? And how do you conquer it? Okay, all right? So when you start to sense it, you start to replace the thought. R remember when Satan came after Jesus? And then Jesus was out in the wilderness for 40 days, 40 nights, fasting, without food. But then when Satan came after Jesus, Jesus replaced the thought with everything that he said, everything that Satan said. Because how many of y'all know Satan can quote, quote the Bible, but it'd be, it'd be off a little bit? Y'all know what I'm saying? But if you don't know the word, you don't know that it's off. You come around talking about, yes, yeah, Satan was quoting the Bible. He was quoting off. And Jesus said, <laughs> Satan, he commands Satan to leave, and, and Satan departed for a season. So anything that we go through, Jazz, it has a season to try to return itself. But during that season, if I didn't constantly replace where I was with where I am, my price, my victory, my worth, and my deliverance, then what's going to happen is when it comes back, it's going to come back cuter. Y'all understand what I'm saying about cuter, right? So it's going to be shinier. It's going to whisper things. It normally try to come back when you're down. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Well, well, God won't mind if I take that. I see, I'm going to get away from the drink. See, y'all always <laughs> thinking that pastor talk about drinks. <laughs> but it, it it's a season. Y'all understand season? So what season are we in now? Fall. So what season coming next? So I can't tell you what season it is, but I will tell you what the word says, which is it's departing for a season. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'll be honest. Mine is drinking. So okay. red wine specifically. I've been craving it. My mouth has been salivating. I've been tasting the peppery finish of it. I can smell the aroma of it. And um, to combat it, I have been getting sparkling cider. Okay. Um, but I'm just like, where is this coming from and why all of a sudden? Okay. So. so most of the time when we have an issue, then the issue is attached to certain seasons. 
like during the holidays, were those the times that you drunk the most? Or were there certain mindsets or challenges that were going on and then you would drink? And so I'm always looking for what is it really masking? And I'm not just talking about alcohol. I'm looking at the exercise. I'm talking about stuff. Some people get real mad during the holidays. Y'all haven't met anybody like that? Christmas time coming, they want to kill the elves. I mean, I mean it's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, people get angry doing certain things. That's the season. <laughs> Won't look at no Christmas shows. <laughs> okay. Thanks for asking, though. It's a, it's a season. There's something going on that drew that. Yes, ma'am. So you saying it come back remind me of He Man? You know, okay. He Man would beat Skeletor. I don't okay. know if anybody watched that cartoon, but anyway. Okay, He-Man we got one, two. We got two. He Man would beat Skeletor, and uh, every week okay. when he would defeat him, Skeletor would be like, "I'll be back, He Man." Okay. So okay. it just reminded me of stuff coming back. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when that thing comes back, no matter what it is, you ask yourself out loud. The mind has to stop to hear what the mouth has to say is what are you connected to? And guys, that's a real simple question, right? Yeah. How come only four people wrote the note? But anyway, let, 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 me, let me go on. Can I go on? Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> Our promotion. If we're speaking from love, we need to understand that God is promoting us. But in whose time? Yeah. So don't be fussing about God. Fuss at God because you didn't get promoted yet. God knows everything about you. He knows everything about us. When the promotion is the right time. Because what if we arrogant enough to think that we got ourselves there? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, guys, everything is about Jesus Christ. Everything that Jesus does, he always points, us, points back to the Father. Because he want to make sure we don't, he don't take credit for anything. He always points us back to the Father because that's where it all started. Now, let me just go over, speaking from fear, what would fear say about that same situation, okay? Fear would say, I'm unlovable. Nobody wants me. Nobody wants to love me. Um, I've been in multiple relationships, and no matter what happens, they always let me go. They always step back. It's my fault. Fear says about your worthlessness. I'm worthless. It doesn't inspect anything. Or what you give a person who, who has a worth issue, they will, they will always say it's not enough. You gave me this $1,000 watch, but what about that $1,200 one? They'll find something wrong with every relationship that they're in. That I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I tried this, didn't work. Tried multiple degrees, they didn't work. Tried what else? I expect the worst. I would say, am I talking to anybody? But I know I am. Nationally and in church here. I expect the worst. I don't expect it to go well. Something's going to go wrong. Y'all give me some breakdowns. And just because you give me an answer, that doesn't mean it's you. Tell me some of the things that, speaking from fear, you have heard people say. My money's never going to be right. I can't do it. 
There's always something. And I'm just repeating because some of y'all are just t- talking out, so I just, I'm just i going to go with the flow. Okay? Is that all right? Okay. <laughs> Slow to anger. So what was the last one I just did? Slow to speak. And what were the two categories that I said our thoughts and our words come out of? Okay. All right. Slow to anger. Speaking from fear. When we get angry, we seek revenge or retaliation. Now, what they did to us was silently, but when we shifted this level, we wanted to be out loud. Our retaliation, we want to make sure somebody knew. Am I lying on anybody? (laughs) Seek revenge. You want to make sure the more people that hear it, the merrier. Because you're going to make sure people around, you're going to make sure that you say what they did to you. Am I lying on anybody? You got to make sure. <laughs> Allow our anger to justify our actions. Well, you know, when they slap you with the thing, but I thought you was a Christian. Well, you Christian too, but I just want to tell you what you did. Allow our anger to justify our actions. When we step back and breathe for a little while. Okay, can I tell you a secret? The Bible says, can I tell you what the Bible says? That don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. So what does that mean? Translation. You need to talk to them about that subject within 24 hours. If you don't, you got to let it go. What does that do? That gives you the opportunity to make sure that you, you get yourself straight. You hear it all day. To look at it and then say, okay, it's time for me. I, I need to talk to you about something. Okay? So if you let it go for 24 hours, just leave it alone. Then what does that mean? I'm going to have to be constantly giving it away because you missed an opportunity. I'm going to make sure I'm looking at the exercise so nobody can accuse me of looking at them. What else? Hold on to grudges. I, I, I think the longest one, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the longest one that we ever hear somebody say how long they, they held, held on the grudge was about 40 years. Is that about? See, y'all remember that, right? But what is it doing on the inside? But see, that's from a Fear. Our worth is tied to our ability to control others. Ooh. Control with resentment is not good. You can control somebody, but they'll go to resent you. How is that control working for you? Is it? Remember, we're listening, right? Slow to anger. Let, let's see what... Speaking from love, what that feels like. Seeking God's wisdom and guidance. See, when we need to, to, to talk to somebody about the anger we feel, let's ask the Holy Spirit about it. Let's ask for his wisdom and guidance. See, and the Holy Spirit knows that you got 24 hours to talk to him, right? So what if he say, wait for the last two hours? <laughs> no, we're going to do it first day in the morning. So we got to listen to his timing. Ask for his wisdom. What should I say? And can I tell y'all something? Stick to the script. <laughs> okay, so my rule of thumb about talking about situations that are challenging is only, so, so y'all follow my hand. I want y'all to follow my hand. When you're talking to somebody about situations that are challenging, only bring up one thing. Follow my finger. Y'all just try it and see. Only bring up one thing. 
because they are busy trying to defend the one thing. They're not listening to the other two you try to bring up. <laughs> See, <laughs> do you want to be heard? Do you want to be understood? The less you bring up in one area, the better. Okay? All right, anybody breathing? I need to take y'all to the breathing exercise. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So when do you address your other two <laughs> items? <laughs> so what is she thinking? What are y'all thinking? That, that one is not enough. But see, you're asking for God's wisdom and guidance. So he knows when the other times are. But he wants to give you the impact of the wisdom and guidance that he gives you. How do you not know that that one area that he tells us won't hit the other two? Okay, <laughs> I'm serious. How do we not know? Because if we're asking for his wisdom, wisdom, what would we say? Knowledge is the accumulation of facts. Wisdom is how to use those facts. Yes, ma'am. So when you are discussing the one thing. One thing. Right? Is it one thing and one example? Now, now you can have multiple examples as long as it's about that one thing. Okay. But I wouldn't take that over three either. Right. The examples. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Okay. <laughs> so somebody, I guess they called themselves speaking to me in love before. Oh, here it comes. Y'all y'all listen. Y'all paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was like, okay, I'm open. I'm gonna listen. Okay. Because you know I know I'm not perfect. So okay. I sat and listened. But then he kept saying more and more. See, and I was see. like, wait a minute. Oh, oh see? Okay, okay. We're okay. not going to see him bash me now. Okay, all right, okay. So then I ain't listen no more. It was over. There it is. And, and, and what they had shared, you cut that out too. Just be honest. Uh, well, a little bit of it might have been true, but then when okay. it started going too okay, far. Okay, got, got you. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, okay. I appreciate the honesty. You're not the only one. <laughs> I got it. I'm going to have to speed up because I'm going to be finishing three three minutes. <laughs> yeah, y'all laughing because y'all know it's not true. But anyway, <laughs> be, be, be first. Seek rec reconciliation and forgiveness. L let me take us to leadership first, and then y'all can work with it how y'all need to. That's what a leader does. A leader will apologize first. Be the first to seek out the person. Say, hey, look, you know, it appears as if some things are going on, and and, but, but you want to be specific. Don't do that thing where if, if I offended you in anything, please forgive me. Uh -oh. Anybody ever use that one? Yeah. See, raise your hand, y'all use that one. Okay. <laughs> That's not an apology. <laughs> but seek reconciliation and forgiveness. Now, based off what happened, y'all might not be friends again. Somebody say ever. It, it, it slipped out. Nicole say ever. <laughs> But at least you, you smooth the surface as, as smooth as you can get it. But at least you were the one to seek it out. See, see, I like talking to God on a clear conscience. What does that mean? Everything is clear. You know, when see, see, people don't understand about sin. What sin does is it places a separator between you and God. Not that God moved, but we can't pray and we can't seek God with a clear conscience. Because we know we got stuff going on. Say stuff going on. Be gentle. 
What, what, what's that thing you always ask for a question? Be gentle. So that's in my mind when I, I, I ask y'all stuff and go in there. I just think about what she said. Be gentle. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So y'all already in an angry relationship, and then you're going to stir up some more. That's why if you do three things, it, it, it stirred up. And see, the last thing you want to do is this. You want to walk in enough peace where when you see somebody, you can recognize them. Now, you don't have to, to hang around them, but you're cordial to them. But if, God, if the enemy knows that Billy Bob sets you off, they're going to make sure you see Billy Bob first day in the morning. First day in the morning, you're going to see Billy Bob. And then what's the rest of your day? Billy Bob. You don't even work near Billy Bob, but you're going to see him in the morning. That's why you have a challenge with the tea. See, I ain't say nothing about liquor. I ain't say nothing about wine. You, you go to Starbucks to get your witch call, get your drink, and somebody, you, you hit it right, and then all of a sudden you get a new person. No, let's see, the enemy will use the same person that always wait on you, that always get your meal right. But, but you're in a hurry, and, and they're going to mix the stuff wrong. And then, you know, because you trust them, you, you know they got it right. You're going to wait till you get in the car on your way to work. And then you taste it. And you think about how much money, what, what's the average cost on, on your drink? Five dollars. Who said nine dollars? What did you say? Give me the high number. T. T. Okay, all right. He said nine dollars. And they're going to make sure that T jacked up. You in a meeting, you both be answering questions about something, but you thinking about that cheat. How much you paid. How wrong it is. All I asked for. But the person did it right for 15 times. Yeah. Is that a mic? I got a mic back there? I'm good. Okay. okay. All right, I got to stop right here. Slow the anger. Want to get your, us out of anger. You got to be gentle. Like some people first went, Pastor, stop right here. Yeah? So be gentle. Because <laughs> a gentle answer turns away wrath. If I, I stop, y'all got to talk to God about that. Pastor, stop. Yeah, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, why he stopped? Because the time is up. <laughs> so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for the lessons we learned. Thank you that the Holy Spirit is present on the inside of us to quicken where we are, what adjustments we need to make. Because your word says to be my beloved brother and sisters, let everyone be quick to hear, be slow to speak, and slow to anger. So we brought up some things that you are making sure that we walk in rest about, that we walk in peace about, that we don't say everything that we think. We don't fight anger. We replace it. But we know that we have within 24 hours to, to address a certain situation. We thank you that we seek your wisdom and your understanding and your discernment as to know what to say, when to say it, how to say it. And we just thank you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for our life that you've given us. Thank you that we made a decision that just based off James 1, 19 to 20, that we're going to live our life a little different. We're going to live our life from a position of victory in every area of our lives. Because you want us at peace. You want us at rest. You want us, want us with your anointing. And we thank you most of all for the Prince of Peace. God manifested his presence on the inside of us. So regardless of the situation and circumstance, 
we always run back to him. We call this manifested right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. Chosen generation, I'm only looking at Jesus and Jesus already saved us from this wicked generation.